Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to episode three of Blood Brothers. You got me here, Cameron, with Charlie. Hey, what's up? And we're here to uh, another work for everybody, you know, just trying to do what we're doing for the Lord, and we're going to try to make it relatable, and uh, let's get into it. So to the topic of discussion today is social media and, uh, and the effect it has on people. So, Charlie, uh, this topic is very going to be very interesting today, I, uh, I believe. What you think? Yeah. Uh, well, social media is one of the biggest things right now. It's obviously one of our biggest idols, but it could also be one of our biggest assets that we have. So, it's just all how you use it. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, I feel like social media, like you said, is an asset. It could be such a powerful tool to help spread positivity, spread the gospel, help other people and to connect with others. But yet we as human beings have turned into, used it for completely different reasons, you know. And And we're sinners. We're going to use anything we can to sin. Right. Right. And we see that pre- so prevalent today in everybody and just on any social media feed, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you know. So we're going to talk about that today. All right. So first off, I want to tell everybody our motto. This is what this is why we do this. This is why we do the podcast. Our motto is our blood brother's motto. We want to help and guide Christians and non-believers to a deeper relationship with Christ. Not just a Sunday service type of relationship, but an everyday type of relationship with God. This relationship makes us stronger people and better Christians. The Christian life is not easy, but it is worth it in the end. Because Jesus promises that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. And I just wanted to say that to, to make what we're doing clear. You know, we're, we're, that's our sole uh, purpose is to help people to help believers and non-believers alike to deeper their relationship with God. And so uh, I just want to put that out there for everybody. And so uh, our first question, our first question today uh, I got for you, Charlie, is in what ways is social media good and how is it bad? Well, so we can see how it's good by people like Pastor Mike Todd. You know, he's got everything on social media and everything and he's putting out a good word out there and then on the other hand you see people like uh what's the two brothers which, which the one other uh influencers the ones that do fights now oh jake and logan paul yeah yeah and they <laughs> it's just really a self-glorification for them yeah so you see the two extremes i guess of it and I mean the great thing is we could do stuff like this right here and especially in a time with COVID-19 where we can't necessarily get out and do a whole lot we can connect to others and just show God's love through the internet right right um some other examples uh I would like to add is some social media is good because um, 
it's just a way that you can see what people what's going on with other people, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you might not have seen your friends uh, from high school in a while because of certain circumstances or your family members or uh, some certain people you miss. You can get regular updates with them. You can stay connected with them for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And, and you can see uh, relevant topics around the world. Right. And, I mean, now more than ever, we can care. We can see what we have as Americans, the privileges we have compared to other places in the world. Right. Because I feel like us, especially Americans, we take it for granted. We um we look around and we complain about things that other people in other countries would beg to have. <laughs> and with social media, we can now see beyond our own horizon. We can see other people's point of view in a sense. And therefore, we can not only just be more grateful for what we have, but we can also reach out and try to share some of what we have and help to help them. Yeah. You know? I mean, that just reminds me of my time in Mexico. You know, they, uh, the last time we went, they finally got a shower. Mm-hmm. But before then, they had like this little room. And they, in order to take a shower, you'd had to boil water and mix it with some cool water to get it to a decent temperature. And you would have a dog bowl mm-hmm. and you would scoop the water up and pour it on yourself. And that's how you had to take a shower. Man, that's tough. There's still many families there with dirt floors. We went in and we put concrete floors in several of them. And I mean, it's just, it's a different way of life. Yeah. That's not to say that we have a completely better life. It's just to say that we have a whole lot more uh, potential than they do. But we don't necessarily use it the right way. Yeah, we got better opportunities. Yeah. And, yeah. So with that, let's go into how is social media bad? Oh, well, I mean, it can definitely turn into self-righteousness and a pity party because you see people getting whatever they want at the press of a record button. But, I mean, that's not what we were called for, you know? Right. It's not supposed to be about us. Right. It's not. um Social media is bad in my mind is because you see people, it's mislead a lot of people. You know, this girl, she's taking these pictures. You know, she out here in Paris. She's taking them in France. Yeah, I mean, we're the same place. I mean, you know what I'm saying, but she's in London. She's around the world. And she's posting on them, I'm living my best life. Uh, then you got people looking at that, and they can't afford, they barely can afford uh, to keep the power on. And now they're become, become, becoming depressed and feeling down about themselves because they're not doing the same thing this girl doing, right? And in reality, that girl's not even living that type of life. She just, she just, uh, she just putting on a false image just to make herself look better. She you know, have joy, huh? 
she she probably doesn't have that joy. See, you you have that temporary happiness by this kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, you won't have joy unless you know Christ. Right. So you, it looks like she's got everything, but the grass is always greener on the other side. Exactly. Like, I, 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 me personally, I used to be like that. I used to be on social media all the time on Instagram, Snapchat. I'd be like, bro, man, these folks out here, they partying, bro. Like, I'm trying to do that. Like, these folks out here getting drunk, man. I'm trying to do that. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, that's what everybody else doing. So I'm trying to fit in with them, you know? Yeah. And that type of, you keep constantly seeing that. And that's what the, everybody's saying is fun. And that's what the world's saying you're supposed to do as a 21-year-old. And you're supposed to do this and that. You keep seeing it. it keep, it'll change your mindset. It'll change how you start seeing things. You'll start saying stuff like, well, God don't care if I get drunk. You know, he want me to have fun, too. You know, you'll start lying to yourself and start participating in things you shouldn't, all because that's all you focus on is what other people are doing, you know? If you tell yourself a lie enough, you'll think it's true. Right. Right. But that that brings me around to one of the points I wanted to make, which was, okay, out of the Ten Commandments, I see we can break at least five of them. Thou shalt have not have any other gods before me. Uh, thou shalt not make any graven images. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. I mean, uh, let's see. Honor thy father and thy mother. Some of these pictures we take and post or say things, you know, that's not honoring them. No. Uh, thou shalt not commit adultery. I mean, the adulterous mindset sometimes you can have looking at some of these pictures. Oh, yeah. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. You know, you can lie real easy. The bullying and stuff that goes on. Yeah. Uh, uh, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, wife anything they own, you know, don't be jealous of them. And that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. It seems like everything currently on social media is causing people to break the Ten Commandments. And most definitely the ones you just read, oh, just got a new house. I'm posting it on social media. Look what I got. You don't have it. I got it, but I do. Look at my new stuff, you know. Yeah. Most definitely, I think a big thing is lust, bro. Like, me and you both, we know this very well, you know. You see a lot of stuff on social media, yeah. you know. Too many things. Yeah, way too many things. I mean, they, I mean, the, 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 people, put, the people put it up there for a simple reason, you know, to, to show their sales off. These girls do this just to show their sales off. Uh, you know, and for girls, they're tempted by guys you know, who post the same picture. So I'm not just trying to blame it all on women or nothing like that. You know, guys do it too, but still it's, it's very lustful. So you got to be careful most definitely. Just be careful of what you're looking at constantly because if you're constantly looking at, you know, constantly, constantly looking at images that are cultivating lustful thoughts and lustful actions, 
you're sinning and you need to just stop. You need to just stop, change what you're looking at. You know? Yeah. Um, let's move into our, our second point. Um, how does social media affect the way we view and interact with each other as Christians and individuals? Well, see, it definitely, if you come into it with the wrong mindset, so, I mean, it definitely gets that way, especially if you continually look at it, you know, mm-hmm. and develop that jealous mindset, and that's not healthy at all. Right. Um, whereas if you sometimes take a break from it and everything, which I believe is healthy, and I've done in the past, uh, you get that perspective of, okay, I want to keep up with my friends, the people I don't necessarily see anymore. And now that I'm back up in this direction towards Edenton and Athens and everything, uh, I get to keep up with my friends here more. But now I've left all my friends down at Abac behind, you know, mm-hmm. now I keep up with them. So it just really helps you to remember people, you know, like I drive a whole lot being in Athens and then coaching and everything. Uh, so I might see somebody post something on Instagram and then on my way home, I'll just call them up and I'll talk to them for a while. And it just reminds me that these people are part of my life, too. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, this person's going through something. Let me reach out to them, you know? Right. And and I think that's what social media should be for, you know. We talked about it earlier, you know, to keep up with people, keep up, uh, help cultivate relationships that we're not, we're not able to see these people every day, especially since COVID. And you see people struggling. Somebody posts something on Instagram talking about, I don't even know, uh, I don't even know what's going on in my life right now. Reach out to them, talk to them, you know, give them some encouragement. Uh, you know, instead of on the flip side, you just scrolling past like that's not my problem, you know. Yeah, definitely. And so, um, I want to also say when we constantly get an image of somebody on social media, let's say uh, this particular person, they all we know is what they do on social media. We see what they post, we see what they uh, pictures they take, yada yada. But when we actually see them in person and interact with them, we got this image in their head, our minds like, well, this is this type of person, this is how they're going to act. But when we actually talk to them, they're completely different. Yeah. You know, you know, we don't like. It was a you're a completely different person on social media than you are in real life, you know. Yeah, there's several girls I've met that I I thought highly of after looking on their social media, you know. <laughs> and then you sit there and you meet them and you talk to them and you, is this the same girl? Like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, what the girl that, uh, was on social media? Uh, I thought I thought this was supposed to be a Christian girl, <laughs> <laughs> man. I know it's understand exactly what you're talking about, man. They hit you with the old okie doke. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's just, I mean, sadly, it's sad, bro. Like, these these people, 
you know, sometimes I, I'm guilty of this too, you know, you live in a double life. Yeah, and right? then I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, but nope. there's people that also sit there and they post and make it look like they're all they got it all together and everything. And or you know, they post stuff that makes you think, well, why do they post that? And then you come and you meet them and you like see their mentality and see what they're going through. And you're like, oh, like, I'm sorry for you, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, people always want to put their best selves or what they want to be on social media instead of what they actually are. You know, okay, I understand that you don't want people into your business, you know, of course, but don't put up a false image of who you want people to think you are. You know, if you're actually going through something, please seek help. Don't, your help does not come from posting a picture of your face, got 20 filters on it, uh, talking about, uh, I'm living my best life and you're getting drunk every night. It's a reason you're getting drunk every night. You're trying to cover up something. You know, you're seeking the attention from all these people on social media, media the likes, the uh, their comments talking about, you know, yes, yes, queen, whatever. You're seeking the attention for a reason. You're missing something in your life, right? Yeah, I mean, God don't call you to get likes. <laughs> exactly. He, um, and I really think the thing that they're missing um, we, if I, I make this point, I'm going to the last point we have. But at the thing that people are missing is when they go to social media for attention and for comfort, they're missing the love that only God can bring. Somewhere down the line, I don't know what happened in their lives. Something happened to them. I don't know. It scarred them. Uh, maybe they were bullied when they were younger. And it stuck with them. And so when they got older, they decided, well, if I didn't get this love from my peers, I'm going to get it back on social media and try to get it love from everybody else. You know, and that causes problems because what if you get rejected on social media? You post a picture that you think going to get 100 likes, you're going to get five. Now you say, I'm not getting love from nowhere. Nobody likes me now. And now you're ready to kill yourself. You know, the love that you're missing, the hole that you're trying to feel is not does not come from everybody around you. It comes from the Father. It comes from Jesus. That's the bottom line. You know, nothing you can do other than accept Jesus. Jesus is your Lord and Savior will fill that hole. You know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's so many instances where Jesus talks like in uh, Matthew 16, 24, then Jesus said, to his disciples if anyone wants to come with me he must deny himself take up his cross and follow me. Mm -hmm. and that deny himself part that's real big right there mm -hmm. that's when you see social media and see people living their best life you know, yeah it makes you want to think selfishly but you're not that's not what he called you to do right 
he he said that he was rejected by those that uh he came to save, you know? Right. And we should count it blessed to be rejected because of him. Right. Right. Um with that, with me, um on Instagram, for everybody who's listening, you follow me on Instagram, you can tell from the last few months I don't change what I post. I barely posted on Instagram, but when I did, it was all pictures of me, you know, just selfish things, you know, just pictures of me trying to get likes and yada, yada. But then uh, I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, about two years ago, it was the summer. I was just chilling in my room, um, and God told me, he said, you're going to be uh, preaching or talking about me on Instagram and Facebook live. I said, no, I'm not. I laughed. I literally laughed. I said, no, I'm not. He said, okay, just wait. Um, two years went by then this COVID happened and I really really rededicated my life back to God and then he said you remember I told you a few summers ago I said is it time he said yep I said okay and I had this great fear I was like man if I put this up here if I start talking about God they gonna reject me I promise you I'm gonna lose so many followers people ain't gonna want to talk to me no more then I got to thinking, I said, well, well, heck, how many people I talk to anyway? I mean, I don't interact. They, I, said, I don't interact with a lot of my followers in the first place. Uh, and at the end of the day, if I get rejected for talking about God, I'll be happy. With it. I'll be okay with that. If they don't follow me, if they don't talk to me, if they tell me that I'm stupid, you know, they don't like what I do, I'll be okay with it because I get, because they rejected Jesus. That means and they reject me too. And so I took a leap of faith and I started recording. I started talking about God. And I started doing daily messages or weekly messages on Facebook, Instagram. And I've been doing it for what, going on seven, eight months now. And I couldn't couldn't be happier. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, this right here, this text in Luke 21 is one of the most encouraging things that I I know for being rejected kind of you know mm-hmm. is it's talking about uh when the end times come and it, it's basically saying it's gonna get worse and worse but I'm gonna start in, on verse 12 and it says but before all these things they will lay their hands on you and persecute you they will hand you over to the synagogues and prisons and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to an opportunity for you to witness. Therefore, make up your minds not to prepare your defense ahead of time, for I will give you such words and a wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will even be betrayed by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends. They will kill some of you. You will be hated by everyone because my name but not a hair of your head will be lost but your endurance gain your lives right okay and right here when he says but not a hair of your head will be lost he ain't talking about this life right he's talking about the next life yeah he said by your endurance gain your lives that's right there just gives me hope 
Right. It's and that's all it's about. It's about hope. You got to make the decision. Uh, recently, I had some conversations with some people over social media uh, about you know a lot of people saying that uh, that the Bible was created by the white man and by you know it's corrupt because of slavery and all that. And I understand where they're coming from, but uh, we gotta we gotta look and see what uh, we gotta look and see the context of the Bible and when the Bible was written. And where and where did it come from? You know, um, what I had to tell, what I what I what I had to say, tell them was this. I told them, I said, if we go back and look where the Bible was written, it was started in Middle East and over two thousand years ago. Those events happened over two thousand years ago, and that's where it was uh, taking place. And it moved over. It moved over from uh, the Middle East over to Africa, up through Spain, Europe, and then over to the Americas, whatever. Um, those people, the slave owners, yes, they misused the Bible. We talked about this at one point, Charlie. Yeah, but right? I mean, yeah, they, we've talked about this, but I just want to point out, so the slave owners, they misused, they, they chose what parts of the Bible fit their narrative. Right. We often do that to back up whatever we want to do. But also, the devil, when he tempted Jesus after the 40 days, he, he was quoting scripture. And, and the thing is, you have to know your scripture to understand when somebody's just trying to fit their own narrative. Right. And right. So, it was misused. However... That doesn't take away from the value of the Bible, right? If you if you read it, it tells one single story that, to sum it up, says Jesus is coming, Jesus is here, and that Jesus is coming again, right? And the reason he's coming is because without him we are separated from God, but he came to remove that separation, aka sin. And died, not just for the whole world, but me and you as individuals, because he's the same shepherd that would leave the flock of 99 for the one. Right. And so, like you just said, they mis- uh, it was misused, and it don't take away from the truth of the Bible. Like, I, uh, if you got, a, you got a math teacher who teaching you uh, that 10 plus 10 is 55, the math ain't wrong. Like the, the the person who created math ain't wrong. Your teacher wrong. Your teacher's bad. Exactly. And they, you know, that, that time period, they were they they misused the Bible. They they not only they misused it, they forced uh they misused to keep people enslaved and all that stuff. And I was telling the per, the person on uh, social media, I was telling them that you can't just you can't sit here and just take this one this one significant moment in time it was it caused like yes it caused a lot of pain it caused a lot of hurt but you cannot sit there and blame it on the bible those were people who did that not not the not the bible is not corrupt the bible didn't condone slavery those people did so you gotta but because he asked me why do i believe i said i have hope 
I believe because I, I actually read the Bible. I've done my research. I read the Bible. And my that Bible, what the Bible describes, uh, completely condones what those people did back then. Right? And so I have the, like we just said, you, it's all about the hope. And so that's why I believe. I believe in the hope of Jesus because nothing else is going to save us. We can't save ourselves from sin. Humans can't save themselves from sin. There's only one way, and that's the belief in Jesus Christ. Exactly. So I mean, a lie doesn't change the truth. Right. And I just want to say that uh, anybody out there that, you know, they, they're they thinking that this is, uh, I, I don't know, something that's fabricated and created, I challenge you to read or watch there there's a book and a movie uh i challenge you to either read one or watch it it's called the case for christ and this guy uh, he was a reporter an investigative reporter in chicago i believe and uh he was a devout atheist but he found so much evidence to support that this actually happened that he said he had no other choice but to believe. Right. So the it's, case for Christ, I challenge you, if you're you're struggling with that, go and watch the movie or read the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I ain't got a chance to watch that movie yet. You know, uh, we talked about it before. I have seen uh, God's Not Dead. That was a, that's a good one too. Yeah, um, it's very encouraging. Right, it's 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 the evidence is out there. Bottom line, uh, we just, you just got to seek it. Isn't this because it's not going to come to us? You got to seek it like with any other thing. You want to learn know more about something? Go seek information. You know, but uh, we're gonna try to uh, wrap it up right here with our last point. You know, we kind of got off the topic, but you know, when God tell you to talk about something, you got to talk about it. Exactly. Um, the last point: uh, Why does social media entice us so much? Uh, and what does the Bible say about this? Well, I think, you know, like I said before, we're creatures of sin. So anything given to us will be corrupted by us. I mean, like marriage and the sex and everything that's that was brought to us by God is like one of the best things we could have. It was corrupted. You know, uh, wine. The Bible talks about a man that drinks wine is blessed. Mm-hmm. But we sit there and we drink they're too much to, and we get drunk. Yeah, they. Some folks saying they're trying to get blessed every night. <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah. it's okay as long as you don't put it before God. Right. Anything that comes before God is an idol and. Idolatry is a sin, just, you know. Just, social media for us has become an idol. For some of us, it's become an idol. When you wake yeah, up in the morning, what you do? Check social media. I mean, anybody out there, I I challenge you to sit there and keep a checklist. You know what you do with your time, and when you sit there and you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? I mean. Me, as I look at my phone, I don't know about you. Yeah, I used to just 
look at my phone too, but um, I'm I don't got in the habit of trying to read at least a chapter before I start my day, you know. But I did used to look at my phone all the time, you know. First thing pop open, what's going on? You know, what's on what's on Snap? Yeah, I mean, just keep track of your time and think about what you're putting ahead of God. All right, I mean, because we don't want we don't want anything above God. Nothing, you cannot put anything above God, nothing in your life. That's idolatry. Right. And we, because we, we play football, you know, we had a shirt, Faith Family Football. And right. faith was biggest. Right. Faith was the, the very first. Then football, then family, you know, but that was just for football team, obviously. So football was second, but uh, I mean, dang, I had the backwards, but football was on there. You know what I'm saying? But the bottom line is get your priorities right. <laughs> huh? Get your priorities right. Yeah. Give a priori- get your priorities straight. Faith is number one. God is, it has to be number one in your lives. And if you want to know, how do I know if God number one in my life? Are you willing to get, uh, are you willing to not get on social media for a month to spend more time with God? If the answer is no, then God's not first in your life. You know, just, just something you need to work on constantly every day. Um, so, uh, Charlie, you got anything else to add to that before we close out? Uh, I mean, did you want to read these scriptures you had written down? Yeah, yeah. Um, a few scriptures we have here uh, that uh, help, that, that, that uh, shows what we were just talking about, putting things before God. Uh, Colossians 3, 5, put to death Therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual morality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Uh, Jonah 2.8, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. Social media is a worthless idol. For them, anything is a worthless idol that's not of God. And uh, Psalms 135.15, verses 15 through 18, the idols of the nations are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, nor is there breath in their mouths. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. You know, these three scriptures just sum up what we just said. You're trusting in things made by human hands. You're trusting in things that have nothing to do with God, who actually turn you away from God. It's just going to lead you down a path. It leads to death. Well, I, I just want to point out, okay, that Psalm is 135. So mm-hmm. the idols of nations are silver and gold and made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, nor is there breath in their mouths. Okay, those who make them will be like them, and so will all who try. So if you put your trust in social media, which has a mouth but cannot speak, so I I guess that kind of means like social media has the ability to like spread words, you know, but itself cannot speak. You have to speak through it, right? Right. Okay. Eyes but cannot see. So the whole world could see whatever you put on there. But social media itself can't see. Right. Ears but cannot hear. 
nor is there breath in their mouths. Okay, basically, he's saying it'll be, it's lifeless. You know, yeah, it's lifeless. those who put their trust in them will be like them. Okay, so if you look at the trend in society right now, you know, it, it there's a bunch of memes and stuff. People make jokes about it, but like. Everybody's got like their head down in their phone all the time right. and they're not living. And that's what he's saying. Like if you don't, if you put your trust in something like that, you aren't alive, you know, you become like it and you miss out on all the things going around. Right. You just become a zombie. You just, just going around earth. Just empty, just always on your phone, always in social media. You know? But um, we're going to wrap it up right here. Uh, so my closing statements for today, if we put the phone down and log off social media for a while and really connect and make an effort to connect with God, I guarantee you that we will find him. We have to stop letting social media and other distractions limit us from what God has planned for our lives. It won't be easy, but it is necessary if we are to live this Christian life in a way that is honorable and pleasing to God. And uh, like always, uh, I want to end this in a prayer. You know, a prayer most uh, definitely for y'all, for all our listeners, uh, for your families, for your loved ones, for safety. Uh, and also on a prayer for salvation. Because at the end of the day, the greatest thing you can do on this earth is Give your life over to Christ. Give your life over to Jesus because that's the only true way you'll be saved. You know, and that's what we also want. We want to promote that more than anything, you know. So uh, y'all join me in this prayer. Lord, I pray today that we the people come back to you. I pray that we stop focusing so much on other stuff. It doesn't matter. And we focus solely on you, Lord, and your plan for our lives. In Jesus' name, we ask that everybody who's going through a difficult time right now or who has lost a loved one uh, receives your peace, Lord. We know that everything doesn't look okay right now, but we know that in the end, we will win. Not because of us, but because of our belief in you and we our belief in your promises, Lord. I pray for peace and safety on everybody listening to this podcast, Lord. Protect them as they go about their day. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, Charlie, you want to do the prayer of salvation? All right. Uh, so if you if you made the decision to follow Christ after listening to this podcast, you know, I definitely encourage you to reach out to one of us or anybody you know that is a strong Christian and just let them know. But uh, this is the prayer or just follow me in this prayer if uh you would like to be saved dear lord i know i'm i know that you came and you died to save me from my sins and i'd just like to accept your gift of salvation and i'd like to sit there and honor you and praise you and glorify you from this day to my last day. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen.
Well, guys, thank us. Thank y'all for joining us for another episode. We appreciate all the support. Um, we look forward to seeing y'all next week.